What is happening, Laz Nation? You know who it is. That's right, it's Laz coming at you with episode 29. Hey, welcome back this week. I am so happy to be on the mic. So much to talk about. Let's get into our sponsor. That's going to be a night to remember. You know who they are, the best in the DJ and karaoke business. They're here to help you out and make your next event a night to remember. All you have to do is go on Facebook, go into the search box, type in the at symbol, the number one great DJ, that's at one great DJ, and it will take you right to a night to remember's Facebook page. Be sure to book them for your event. And if you do happen to book your event sometime before the end of February 2021, you will get $100 off of your next event just by telling them that you heard about them on the last word. So get to booking. They're going to help you out, and they will make your next event a night to remember. Hey, don't forget, by the way, my band, the Throwback Junkies, are joined by our friends in a very soulful original rock band known as Analog here in Baltimore, and they're going to be joining us at the VFW in Northeast Maryland. That's right. February the 5th, Northeast Maryland, the Throwback Junkies and Analog hit the stage. The show time has changed now that the governor has opened things back up. So Analog hits the stage at 7 p.m. and you do not want to miss these guys. And uh, we will be rocking until 11 o'clock that night. So be sure to check us out. That's February 5th, the VFW in Northeast Maryland. So let's dive into the show. Well, hey, Sleepy Creepy Joe is shaping up to be the executive order signer in chief. That's right, he signed more EOs in his first week in office than Clinton, Bush, or Trump. In fact, more than any of them combined. I mean, I think 33 was my last count. You know, if you have no idea how to govern or how to lead, I guess you do it by executive order. What a mess. <laughs> Meanwhile, as I alluded to last week, video of President Executive Order himself has resurfaced, where he basically says that there are things that you can't do by executive order unless you're a dictator. And then he goes on to further say that we are a democracy. Here's the actual audio. You got to hear this. The one thing that I, ha I have this strange notion, we are a democracy. Some of my Republican friends and some of my Democratic friends even occasionally say, well, if you can't get the votes by executive order, you're going to do something. Things you can't do by executive order unless you're a dictator. We're a democracy. We need consensus. You know, I, I don't even know where to start with this guy sometimes. <sighs> so here we go. Uh, hey, Joey boy, you're, you're proving very quickly that, in fact, you are operating like a dictator. And you've further proven that you have no damn clue how our government works. We aren't a direct democracy. We are a federal constitutional representative democracy, or better known as a federal constitutional republic. Yeah, that's what we are. That is actually what our form of government is here in the United States. And the fact that you, as president of the United States, either don't know that, or worse still, you don't understand that very principle, is beyond frightening. And frankly, it's shameful. Exactly. One of the executive orders that Biden has signed expands the ACA or Obamacare, the uh, Affordable Care Act. And, you know, I get so sick of liberals over the last 11 years. All that we have heard is Obamacare is the law of the land. Stop trying to overturn it. Well, my argument is if you want to use that ridiculous argument, then I'm coming back at you with the fact that the Second Amendment has literally been the law of the land for 230 years, yet you libs are still trying to overturn it. Typical liberal 
hypocrisy. I want it my way and only my way because that's all they know. It's ridiculous. Amen, brother. Well, if you're listening to NPR or any of the other idiots out there in the lying mainstream media, uh, they'll tell you that this particular EO that he signs gave access to reproductive health care. And, and that's a nice way to spin it. But what it really means is now the government will fund abortions, not only here in the U.S., but around the world. And it will fund money to international non-governmental organizations that provide, quote-unquote, abortion counseling or referrals. That's right. Basically, in a nutshell, we're all going to be paying for the murder of unborn children, not just here now in the United States, but all around the world. Because apparently, the lives of those unborn children mean nothing to this administration. It's sad, it's sickening, and it's immoral. Another of the EOs or executive orders signed by this Jeff Dunham-Walter puppet lookalike that we have in the White House has halted the Keystone Pipeline. And in a twist of irony, the very same day, the president signed an EO which killed 11,000 jobs and cost an estimated $1.6 billion in gross wages. And he stated, just prior to signing this executive order, he stated, quote, Today is Climate Day at the White House, which means that today is Jobs Day at the White House. Um, what? That's unreal. I mean, is anyone in this joke of an administration actually paying attention to what in the hell this guy is doing or saying? Let, let me give you a clue there, Joey boy. You can't say that it's Jobs Day at the White House and then kill 11,000 jobs. You idiot. Are you crazy? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> I mean, if I were to write a book on the gaffes and the idiotic moves and statements just of this administration and just over the last week, I'd have to call it fiction because no one would believe that this stuff is true. Well, other than those of us who are actually following this debacle on a daily basis. Anyway, speaking of those of us who have been paying attention, our old buddy Carl sent the show an email, and well, once again, his email's just too good not to share. Now, in fairness, Carl had sent me this email shortly after the inauguration, so I've been sitting on it a little bit, but I wanted to share it with you, so if the timing sounds a little off, or if the timing sounds like, well, yeah, no duh, Carl, we already know that, it's because Carl actually wrote this right after the inauguration, and a lot has transpired that he actually predicted. So anyway, Carl writes, January 20th, 2021, a date which will, was long awaited by Trump haters everywhere, Joseph R. Biden was inaugurated as the 46th president of the United States. Just a quick overview. What happened? The Capitol was locked down and quote-unquote protected by 25,000 military and police personnel, concrete barriers, and metal fences. 17 or so executive orders were signed some of which were an order which permits boys or men to compete on a girl's or woman's team, as well as utilize their restrooms and locker rooms. A halt to the construction of the U.S.-Mexico border wall, committed to rejoining the World Health Organization and the Paris Climate Accord, and he has also promised to sign an order to rescind the permit for the Keystone Pipeline. This alone will cause friction between us and Canada, and it certainly did, Carl. 
In my opinion, these executive orders are just the beginning of changes to be implemented by this new administration just for the sake of undoing the actions of the Trump administration without regard for the impact on the American people or the economy. I guess the needs of the few outweigh the needs of the many. Chris Wallace was one of the first in line to kiss the ring, stating that he had heard many inaugural speeches as far back as Kennedy's 1961, Ask Not What Your Country Can Do For You speech, and declared that Biden was the best I have ever heard. Really? Kennedy, in his brief speech, not only sought to unify the country, put the world on notice in face of challenges of the Cold War and peace in the nuclear age, he also announced our choice to go to the moon within 10 years. Quote, not because they are easy, but because they are hard, end quote. Biden, in the rhetoric of his speech, is promising to turn away from the previous administration's focus to put America first. What could have happened? Mr. Biden could have, in the interest of unity and healing, before even being sworn in, put an end to the impeachment of President Trump. Why? To heal the tensions between the parties. Would he receive harsh criticism? Sure would. President Ford received a lot of backlash when he pardoned Nixon, and it most likely cost him his reelection. But it was the right decision for the country. What didn't happen? There were no MAGA or Trump supporter riots. And I know this because if there was one Trump supporter that as much as littered, there would have been 24-hour live coverage at the scene with the video of the violations running on a continuous loop. What to expect will happen. In the coming weeks or months, the whispers will start questioning the president's mental acuity. While Kamala Harris would love to be labeled the first black woman vice president and the first black woman president, I believe that she doesn't wish to harm Mr. Biden. She just needs to wait. The mainstream media will continue its Harlequin romance with the Biden administration, holding hands as the clouds part, the birds start chirping, and as they skip off into the utopian sunset. (laughs) Love that, Carl. There will be a considerable amount of buyer's remorse very shortly once all of the executive orders begin to impact individual Americans. Am I optimistic that the next four years will be good for the country? Not so much. However, I am hopeful that there will not be irreparable damage done. This is still my country, and yes, Joe Biden is our president, in the same way that President Trump was the president of those who did not vote for him. We are all Americans with a wide variety of views and beliefs. We do have the ability to come together. We've done it in the past. Let's not tear this country into pieces in the process. Well, Carl, as always, my friend, very well said, well written, and point well taken. I appreciate you listening to the show and you sending in the email. Uh, Keep up the good work, man. And you know what? I think you do have a blog in your future, so you should get on that. You know, I don't know what the future will hold under this administration. I've said for years that there's not much that really scares me anymore because, quite frankly, when you come close to death on more than one occasion, everything else gets put into perspective pretty quickly. However, the direction of our country under this administration, coupled with what I believe is pure evil in Nancy Pelosi and her cronies, definitely has me concerned. This last week has only served to prove To me, at least, that the current liberal plan is to continue to divide us, to make us more reliant upon government, to erase our history when it doesn't suit them or fit their narrative, and to push conformity all under the guise, of course, of unity. Alexander Hamilton famously said that when you stand for nothing, 
You fall for everything. Well, Laz Nation, I have to ask you, what do you stand for? But more importantly, what will you stand for? Because I think it's becoming more and more apparent on a daily basis that that is the very question that we as conservatives must ask ourselves. And that's the Laz Word. Oh, there he is. My man, Bomber Billy, what is going on? Hey, Laz, what's up, buddy? I'm sorry I couldn't make it last week. I got tied up with some work stuff, but I, I heard that uh, someone was asking about me. Um, Yeah, man, that's right. You sure did hear that. Well, I, I told you that, you know, my, my family, all my family listened to the show. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember that you told me that. I remember that. Well, my mom always asks where Balmer Billy is when you're not on. I mean, forget the fact that I'm her son and I'm actually doing the show. She just wants to hear Balmer Billy. Ha <laughs> ha yeah. You know, like I always say, even if you don't like me at first, I'm going to grow on you. Yeah, I know. Like a fungus. Oh, come on, Lace. I'm messing with you, buddy. In all seriousness, though, you know, she, she gets a kick out of hearing you on the show, so... Um, but she did take a little spill the other week and she really did some damage to her shoulder. So it looks like she'll be going in for surgery soon and will have a pretty lengthy recovery. Oh man, that's horrible. Well, hey there, um, Miss Laz's mom. It, it's, it's Cindy. Her name is Cindy. Oh, okay. Um, hey Cindy, um, I hope you start to feel better soon and your surgery goes pretty good. Well, I'm sure she's over the moon. She just got a shout out from Balmer Billy himself. Hey, Lags, you know me, man. Anything for the fans. M- my fans, you know. Okay, here we go. I've created the damn monster. Anyway, so hey, man, what did you, what did you want to talk about this week? Um, well, I do have a question, man. Um, you know, because uh, I had asked it, and I don't know if we ever got an answer. Okay, sure. Well, what is it? Well, have we, have we gotten an answer back from John from down the ocean? Oh, you know what? We haven't, or if we did, I missed it. Um, yeah, remember when you asked him a question? Well, why don't, why don't you go ahead and ask it again to remind me and everyone else what you had originally asked him? Okay, okay. So the question was, in 1844, the very first telegraph line in the world was established between Balmer and what other city? So what you got, John, from down the ocean? Oh, yeah, I do remember this. Well, uh, yeah, John. The ball's in your court, buddy. Billy's waiting on an answer, so be sure to send it over. So anything else, Billy? No, man, I'm good. I just wanted to say hi to all the fans and tell everybody how much I appreciate them listening to the show and all their emails. And uh, and now that I know your mom's a fan, uh, what's up, Cinny? <laughs> all right. Yeah, absolutely, buddy. We definitely appreciate that. And hey, Billy, why don't you remind everybody of the social media pages while you're here at least? Okay. Yeah, so Facebook and Instagram, man, you can find us at, at the last word. That's at the last word on Facebook and Instagram, and Twitter is at the last word pod. And of course, our email here at the show is the last word at gmail.com. Yes, sir. That's right, Billy. That's uh, where you can check us out. So be sure to like us and follow us on social media. And whatever you do, subscribe to the show and tell your friends to do the same. Well, hey, that's going to wrap us up this week. Laz Nation, until next time. I know your time is valuable, and I appreciate you spending a little bit of it with me. Thanks, everybody. God bless, and we'll talk to you soon.